0: Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from the WHIO studios. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer feedback on AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO. Now, here are your hosts, John Bedell and John Tistel. Hey,
1: everybody. That's the road intro. We're at home tonight. I'm John Bedell. Alongside me tonight is former Flyer, still great, Brooks Hall, Pride of Troy, Ohio, and uh, Dayton a winner tonight, 78-70. Brooks off on the right foot for the Dayton Flyers for Anthony Grant and his Flyers uh, down in the North Florida Ospreys, 78-70. To open this season with a win. Uh, that offense, uh, we talked about the optimism train being cranked up to turbo, yeah. you know what, six. Uh, it, the offense
2: started it pretty turnt up yeah, but to far, start that game. For sure. Then it fits as we moved on. But. Well, and it was sloppy, but it's a little bit early on. and, yeah. and But – but it was up-tempo style and it was fun to watch. It was humming at you, times. Yeah, it was. And, and they, they enjoyed playing together. You could tell already it's just a different feel <laughs> already. <laughs> you talk about turning the page from all the yeah, BS man.
1: last year. Yeah. And, 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 it is just night and day. And this that's going to be
2: key each mo- other. moving on. Yeah. It, it'll be key, you know, because yeah. once, once fatigue sets, sets in and, and as the season goes on, it's a long season and you start getting little nicks and nacks and injuries and chemistry and, and liking the guy that you're playing with and trusting your coach and all that, it makes up for um, – bad basketball, you know, it it, it saves you time. So the fact that they already like each other, you can just see it. Yeah. You know, so that's going to be key moving (laughs) forward.
1: (laughs) It's all relative, too. I mean, it jumps (laughs) off the page when you compare it to last year. Oh, boy. It jumps off the page. We talked just in the Bud Light postgame show a little bit ago, Brooks, how they were attacking the zone. What I like tonight is there were not a lot of jumpers being settled for. There was ball movement. There was some, as I said in the Bud Light postgame show, some hard eyes emoji ball movement with some pocket passes from from Crutcher, the one, to – to, to Obi toppa was just gorgeous yeah. finish at the rim. Little pocket pass, thread in the needle between two guys. Obi had it finished with a dunk. Um, the ball movement was there to attack. I mean, they relentlessly attacked that zone, and they weren't settling for jumpers. They, now, they were opportunistic. There was a couple times where Mike Sell, gorgeous, you know, uh, ball fake sidestep, bang, splash right away. Jordan Davis had a couple back-to-back threes. You could tell he was really feeling confident. He finished the night with... I know he finished in double digits, 16 for yeah. Jordan Davis. Obi Toppin pays the Flyers with 18 and 10. Double-double from Obi and Landers, 15 and 10. But at times, Brooks, that offense was humming. They were not selling against that zone. They were getting in it and under it and really, really attacking it at different points.
2: So so basketball, if you try to simplify it, the, the team that you – it's advantage-disadvantage. So offensively, you want to try to to get the defense – Rotating, you want to get them out right. of position, and the only way to do that is to share the basketball. You can't catch it and hold because the defense can rotate and, and guard you. So, when you get them rotating and you start moving the basketball and it's quick passes, pop, pop that's that's hard to guard, and that's when you see the head fakes and guys flying around. And, and because you, the offense has the advantage because you've created rotation. so you know that's what Dayton did really well tonight. And at times when it started slowing down and it started what you call sticking, so you catch it and you hold it that's when they began to, to kind of struggle offensively. But but they got it adjusted, and, and it, was, it was fun to watch.
1: Yeah, th- I think there was a lot of, uh, oh, no, moments for a lot of people <laughs> <Yeah>. driving, <laughs> in, driving in driving the night. Yeah. And, and I thought, uh-oh, yeah. when yeah. I was caught in traffic getting over to the arena from work at Channel 7 before switching to the radio side of the building for the nightcap, um, hearing, no Josh Cunningham, yeah. oh, God, oh, yeah. he hurt his yeah. wrist in practice yesterday, huh. Until Bucky ran into a teammate when it happened, you know, and everybody thought, oh, God, oh, no. And then to do all this now – we're not going to confuse North Florida for world beaters, but a decent team. I mean, look, uh, they're Ken Palm 230. That's that's not, you know, knock your socks right, off. And right. that's preseason Ken Palm, but, you know, it's pretty accurate indicator of where you're at. Um, but an impressive effort, all of that tonight without Josh Cunningham overall. And then you get Obi Toppin stepping up. And, Brooks, if Obi Toppin's going to play like that, bang, backcourt depth solved for sure between him and Cunningham.
2: No, no, you're right. And the thing is, yeah, let's not get carried away about because the, the opponent – was right. weak, But you, you're not judging who they're playing. You're judging how they're playing. And, and you're looking at how are they sharing the basketball. You're looking at are, are they active, are they playing fast, how's the energy. I didn't love the def- defensive energy in the first half. It was kind of flat, you know. Yeah. It, and, and oh, yeah. now, now they picked it up in the second half, but those are the things you're judging. You're, you're not paying attention to, yeah, they beat North Florida, they're supposed to. But you're judging how they played. And, and there were a lot of good things that as they continue to get better – Um, They they can actually string together some wins.
1: And some of the metrics they're using this year now with the NET, which replaces the incredibly uh, archaic and uh, outdated (laughs) RPI. The NET, uh, breaking news, there's style points this year. You win by 10 or more. Finally. That counts. Uh, There are style points in how you're going to win in terms of the metrics that the committee, the selection committee, is looking at. Uh, But a nice win for the uh, the Dayton Flyers over the North Florida Ospreys. Dayton now leads the series between these teams uh, all-time 2-0, 2-0, as you might remember, the Flyers won 86-71 back in December of 2015. That was December 5th. That was where the Ospreys made 14 three-pointers. That's where they get the hashtag Birds of Trade nickname because they shoot the, you know what, out of the three ball, and yeah. they shoot it well. Yeah. They're a volume shooting team, but they, they shoot well from beyond the arc, Brooks. Uh, a couple ways for you to join us on the show. You can tweet me. You can jump in my mentions, at jvidlwhio, and I may read your tweet on the air. Uh, you can also call us up at 457 1290 which is what we'll do right now to go to uh, Dick and Dayton. Dick, welcome to Flyer Feedback tonight. What's on your mind? Hey
3: John. Hey, Brooks. How you doing?
2: Good. How you doing?
3: Good. Great game tonight. Great game. I think this is going to be a, a pretty good season for the Flyers this year, John and Brooks.
2: Should be a fun year.
3: Yeah, it yeah, is. I, I'm yeah, hoping, I, I think know, they're
2: going to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: I say I'm hoping, you know, maybe to get down to a game if I can, if work would let me, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be. Uh,
1: we'll write you a slip, Dick. You can. We'll write your boss.
2: Yeah. yeah. Just you know. No, give I think us they're going to be fun to watch this year. At the very least, they're going a lot of dunks and, and flying up and down the court, so yeah. it'll be fun.
1: Yeah, it is. And I love
3: listening to Larry and Bucky, the legend, Bucky Bockhorn You can't beat them.
1: You cannot.
2: I'm not going to argue that. Well, we appreciate
1: no. you. We appreciate you calling in, Dick. Thanks for joining us tonight here on Flyer Feedback. Uh, yeah, and it's a. Um, you talk about these guys flying around and a lot of alley oops, Brooks. I tweeted at one point. I saw an alley oop attempt tonight. They didn't finish it. Would have been great if they did. Uh, I but I saw the kind of alley oop from this team that I have not seen since the London Warren, Marcus Johnson, Chris Wright era. Now say what you will about those that era underachieving, but they could dunk the ball. All right, they could dunk, and that was a fun team to watch at times. Where <laughs> Crutcher lobbed from half court. Yeah, Honestly, God, court. I have not seen somebody try that. Since London Warren to Chris Wright slash Marcus Johnson, somebody lobbing the ball from half court, and Obi Toppen almost came down with that thing. Yeah, man, Obi can touch the top
2: of the backboard, so they they feel good throwing it up to That's, him.
1: And that that was a nice combination all night. Some of these lobs, whether it was you know Davis to Obi or Obi to Obi, you know. Now you know on, that video. That.
2: that video was circulating this this summer with, oh, with Obi was. Oh, I know. Dunking on the NBA guy, need to dunk on Ennis canner People something. lost their yeah. minds on Twitter.
1: Yeah. yeah, look at this guy.
2: Playing yeah. in the summer with nobody guarding him. Well, yeah, that's how it goes. But, <laughs> but hey, I'd rather. I'm glad he's on our team. I know, team, you know, I, know. So. I know, I just. I kid. But, but that combination I kid. though of, of Obi and Cunningham, that's going to mm-hmm. be interesting to watch because he's so active and Cunningham's so strong and active offensively. Yeah. We had ten offensive rebounds. And then Trey Landers is a great rebounder. Um, the, the final yes, rebounding sir. numbers weren't weren't great tonight i think it was 37 yeah, 30, to 35 correct so they got they did out rebound we, we, north florida we did but it was we, we should have and actually the north florida's coach was worried about the rebounding you know because of our strength and athleticism um but but i look for that to be a strength of ours as the season goes on uh, because we have guys that and even mike sell i mean he's an underrated defender and and, and how nice is it to have him back i mean he's just a glue guy
1: that's the one of the that's one of the things i said before this season it's hard to underrate it's hard to overrate his his uh to overstate his presence as a veteran yeah. coming back to this team and fully healthy. All yeah. right, yeah. quit with your hip jokes. He's fine. Hey, Flyers winner tonight, 78-70. They start the season off on the right foot as they uh, look ahead now to compensate on Saturday. John Bedell, former Flyer, Brooks Hall, and you here for Flyer feedback. It continues after we break for news and pay some bills right here on the home of the Flyers.
0: This is Flyer feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 W H I O. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. W-H-I-O Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 930. I'm
4: Dave Daniels. Here are the three big things you need to know this hour. Some cold, wet weather on the way for the Miami Valley. A four-year-old girl is shot in Trotwood. In our top story, Jeff Sessions is out as Attorney General at the President's request. I'm Chief
3: Meteorologist here at Gilwell. I'm tracking a threat for a little wintry precipitation before the week is over. My forecast straight ahead.
4: Now, WHIO Triple Team traffic. No accidents to tell you about this hour. However, we do have some road work on 75 South at State Route 571 that has the right lanes closed, so you can expect some significant delays in that area. (laughs) Our top story, Attorney, Jeff, Attorney General Jeff Sessions resigns his post Wednesday. Fox's Catherine Herridge reads an excerpt from his resignation letter to the president.
0: At your request, I am submitting my resignation, the Attorney General writes. Since the day I was honored to be sworn in as Attorney General of the United States, I came to work at the Department of Justice every day determined to do my duty and serve my country. I have done so to the best of my ability, working to support the fundamental legal processes that are the foundation of justice.
4: Democrats on Capitol Hill are hoping the shakeup doesn't affect Robert Mueller's Russia investigation. Any attorney general,
2: whether this one or another one, should not be able to interfere with the Mueller investigation in any way. They should not be able to end it. They should not be able to limit it.
4: Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, the attorney general's chief of staff, Matthew Whitaker, is now the acting attorney general. The potential for some nasty weather heading for the Miami Valley. The
3: coldest air since April set to arrive in the Miami Valley late Friday night into Saturday. It may get cold enough though late Thursday night and early Friday morning for a little bit of a wintry mix, especially across the Northern
4: Valley. Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell's exclusive forecast is coming up in just moments. Getting some new information now, a four-year-old girl is shot while riding in the back seat of a car in Trotwood. Her mom then goes to McDonald's to get some help. Uh, Initial reports said the girl was shot at that McDonald's. She was not. She was riding in a car seat in the back of a car when another car pulled up alongside and opened fire, striking the vehicle multiple times, injuring the four-year-old. She is expected to recover from that gunshot wound.
0: With local news every 15 minutes, this is WHIO Continuing News.
4: A man accused in the fatal shooting of a Dayton man in October pleads not guilty to charges. Bond has sent it a million dollars for 26-year-old Jamario Drain, who cops say shot and killed Calvin Tribble while he was sitting in a parked car. Drain faces two counts of murder and felonious assault. WHIO's Ron Otto with team coverage. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell.
3: A quiet and clear night of the forecast. Chilly temperatures as we dip down to near 30, some spots in the upper 20s by daybreak. Sunshine around most of the day Thursday, but then increasing clouds in the evening, a high of 47. There could be a threat for a little wintry mix north of I-70 Friday morning. Rain to the south, little if any snow accumulation, highs Friday in the mid 40s. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell at the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
4: Latest scan of the live Doppler-7 radar still seeing clear skies throughout the Miami, Miami Valley at this hour. It is 40 degrees in Xenia, 36 in Springfield, and 37 degrees in Dayton at 934. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News.
5: Hear ye, hear ye. I bringeth thee a message from... <clears throat> a message from the king and his new trumpeteer, Stephen. The king wishes me to convey his favor to thine team and thine tailgate. Not yet. He invites thee to let the bud light flow forth. And he also wishes me to tell thee that he toasts thee. Waiteth until the end, Stephen. With game day's favorite light logger and the slogan of his kingdom. Oh, dilly dilly.
1: Noise, and the Ad Council.
5: We will never fully understand what we've asked of our military service members, of their families or their children, asking them to deploy, patrol, stay on watch, on point, asking them to put themselves in harm's way, to endure it all. But we do understand that it's our turn, our duty, to bring them all the way home to keep them secure, to have their backs for the rest of their lives. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs do whatever it takes to help our most severely ill or injured veterans live independently, at no cost, for life, so that they might stand at ease. Find out how you can help at findwwp.org. You're
0: listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Flyer Feedback. John Bedell, former Flyer Brooks Hall, and you, Flyer fans, here for Flyer Feedback. We're coming to you live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street. It's a place where we don't. As in, do not, do not tweet recruits. Hashtag don't tweet recruits, kids. Hashtag the more you know. Uh, speaking of Twitter, you can get at me in my mentions at JBaddellWHIO. I may read your tweet on the air. Adam on Twitter says, at JohnBaddellWHIO. Read this on air. There you go, Adam. See, I may read your
2: tweet on the air. It's that easy.
1: Hat tip, Adam. Go Flyers, go America. Uh, Dave from Ivy Township wants to know are your callers the best? In the College tubes radio world, I'm not sure, but they're close. Sometimes. Sometimes they're the best. Hey, 457 is a way you can join us on the show as well. To the phones we go to, Dave from Dayton. Dave, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, John. Dave Jablonski. Oh, it's Jabo. <laughs> oh, it says Dave from Dayton <laughs> Daily. <laughs> I thought <laughs> it said just Dave. Sorry, Jabo. Okay, yeah, yeah, first of all, Dave. I, I got to ask you. Oh, that, Dave. I, Chase's dad. Uh, I have to ask you, Jabbo, about your your tweet about Ob saying he used a trick that uh, our friend and colleague Tom Archdeacon wrote about years ago of some Dayton football players doing this. They swear by pickles and pickle juice. Ob said he he chopped down four pickles. Dave, is this true? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He said he loves pickles too. So I guess it's a win-win for him. Um,
4: okay.
6: Got back on. He got on the bike too. That helped, but uh, mostly chugging water. And eating pickles,
1: so maybe that's a way maybe to eating f- some pre-game pickles next year, next, uh, or next Saturday without better. If we can keep them down, that's the way to fight cramps, kids. Hydrate and eat your pickles. Uh, Jabo, uh, what'd you make of this one? A nice a seventy-eight seventy win for the Dayton Flyers to start off the season. Uh, your thoughts on how this team looked tonight? A lot of question marks going into this season, obviously for this team. But what'd you think of this win?
6: Uh, it was a pretty good opener, considering they didn't have their best player, Josh Cunningham. Um, you know. North Florida had a pretty good team coming back, and the only team in the country with five returning starters, none of whom are seniors, and they were one of the top three-point shooting teams in the country last year. I know it's in the Atlantic Sun, but it's not the Atlantic 10, but still, you know, it's a pretty good team. They lost; they beat, I think they lost by 10 to VCU last year, like 95, 85, something like that. And did they, they play in the high school time gym, time or time? did they
1: play in North Florida?
6: Oh, that was yeah, it was at the high school gym. It was at the high school gym, the, the, high school like gym in Richmond, whatever
1: okay. you call
4: it. I thought yeah, so, yes. in Richmond, of course.
1: Okay. Yeah. No.
6: And, you know, they, they topped the ball well against Dayton uh, three years ago, Top 40% from uh, three um, against Arch, Archie and company back then. So uh, Dayton had its handfuls and really uh, came out strong. Obi was a, a beast early with his four dunks. Um, didn't have as much impact in the second half dunking-wise, but he had a couple of nice shots under the rim before he went down with the cramps. So over, over it all, uh, a lot better uh Opening night for the Flyers than last year, although not as exciting as the the big Winter Ball stage.
1: <laughs> yeah, but hey, we'll take it. Uh, we talked about defensive adjustments. Um, Brooks and I did a little bit. of <laughs> what did what did Anthony have to say after the game about adjustments at halftime or really anything else he touched down? What what stood out to you from what you heard from Anthony and the, and the guys as you guys kind of got him in the I don't scrum know if there was much, as much
6: adjustments as just guys doing a little bit better. Um, you know, at, at, until the last couple of minutes, North Florida was shooting about thirty three percent. From three, they made a couple of late ones to get up to uh, what? What did they finally shoot at? Thirty-eight point one, which is about their average last year. So yes, not the best yeah. number for Dayton, but not the worst. So uh, you know, you saw them back down uh, Obi and Mike's on the pain quite a bit. But uh, I think if you're Dayton, you're okay with them hitting a couple of those twos and not just lighting it up the three-point range. So yeah, I was going to um, say. I mean,
1: yeah, they, they did they did hold them to their average job at thirty-eight percent. But I mean, you hold them to yeah, only eight eight threes, you can live with that with the way they shoot three-ball.
6: And the, really the number that stands out to me is Dayton had only six turnovers. Uh, that was a big area of concern yeah. uh, coming off last year. They really threw the ball around and uh, did a good job. I mean, you know, Dwayne Cohill had the, held the ball quite a bit and didn't commit a turnover in his first game as a, as a flyer. So that's a good sign. And uh, Jalen Crutcher and Jordan Davis also, uh, you know, eliminating the turnovers. So, yeah, overall pretty good night considering you don't have Cunningham who sounds like you know, may be back Saturday. Anthony just gave us the, the day-to-day a status that you'd expect him to give. But, uh, um Bucky says that uh, Josh says he thinks he can play, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, Bucky did mention that on the air in the pregame that he thought he would oh, – Josh wanted to go yeah. Saturday. He, he, I mean, you think it's a situation, Jabba, where if we don't see him Saturday, he would probably play next Friday?
6: Yeah, it sounds like it. It looks more serious than they think. But you never know. And these flyers certainly seem to be snake fitting at the beginning of the year with injuries. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, one of one not? the I was standing at the top of the ramp here, and North Florida was leaving the – the arena and some somebody from their party said, "Hey, you're wearing our colors, and I'm wearing my my famous sweater that I've worn for about a hundred games over the last five years, which happens to be North Florida colors." That's
1: right. Unfortunately,
6: not not a lucky sweater for the, the Osprey.
1: Well, that's yeah. Sorry guys. I mean, that's not against the rules. Now, if you had a Dayton sweater, we wouldn't let you wear it because you know that's against the well, rules. I didn't like,
6: realize I don't even know what North yeah. portland colors were. So,
1: well, yeah. I mean, wearing wearing uh, the team you cover colors typically frowned upon. No, yeah, uh, definitely that's a no-no. Also frowned upon standing ovations on press road. Just don't do that, kids. It makes you look silly. Uh, I've seen it and it's not a good look. Um or no, handing
6: out pizza to your friends.
1: Yeah, nope. Yeah, don't ha- Pizza Gate. The the pizza incident. It's very famous. D- don't don't take pizza, kids. Uh Jabo, give me one or two storylines that you're really keeping an eye on. You and I kinda talked about this over email last week, but one or give me the two things, the two storylines you are really watching the story arc of these two things over the course of this season too develop play out what have you
6: well the main one was a little bit talked about a little bit already was the injury factor you know when you only have nine scholarship guys uh four of whom, whom have never played division one college basketball uh you really can't afford any major injuries and we've already seen the flyers hurt by a little bit of injury bug with josh being out tonight um but really avoiding those big ones that'll you know knock a guy out like him for weeks at a time or a season at a time that's that would be the killer. Because the team just can't afford to lose many bodies, um, especially a player like Cunningham or Crusher would be another guy that just can't afford to lose without, you know, any backup point guards that have experience. So that's a big one. Um, you know, number two, I guess, would be uh, you know just how dominant that Cunningham can be. We don't know. He didn't play tonight, but I thought he could have a uh, you know an A10 Player of the Year type season. No Dayton player has ever won that award. Um, you know, can he score 20 plus points a game? Yeah, he can. He getting Enough chances? I don't know um they didn't get him the ball enough at the beginning of last year to get him uh, 20 plus points too often but uh you know he can be a really dominant force and i guess the third one would be uh topping and mean, how good is this guy gonna be he saw yeah. so much hype in the offseason and he really delivered in the first night uh, uh with some exciting exciting plays i don't think he was as good as defensively as he would have liked but really staying out of fouls and not committing a foul in the first half that's pretty impressive
1: yeah well was a good win well dave we, uh, we thank you for joining us here on the hotline, David Jablonski, our friend right, and co-worker so. from the Dayton Daily News. Java, we will uh, we'll try to check in with you Saturday. All
6: right, I'll try to remember
1: call. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get I'll make sure to uh, realize that you on the hotline and not some guy named Dave from Dayton.
6: Well, I, yeah, I don't I, you know, there's a lot of Dave, so you
1: know, yeah. Well, uh, next time ask me why Don, Don Herr isn't a Hall of Famer. David Jablonski from the Dayton Daily News. Give him a follow on Twitter. Flyer fans, if you're—I think most of you are—if you're not, I don't know what you're doing, but you should. At David P. Jablonski, he's got uh, great content. He's always cranking out, and he is—you know—who's cranking their content train up to Turbo Six is David Jablonski with the new and improved Wi-Fi over at UD Arena. He's cranking out videos and Instagrams and tweets and everything. So follow Jabbo, read his stuff in the Dayton Daily News and online at uh, DaytonDailyNews.com. Jabbo is just. Uh, What's that line from Batman Brooks? He's the hero we deserve or something like that? That's Jabo. He's the Batman of the UDP. Oh,
2: absolutely. MVP, he's just, man.
1: He's the real MVP. So, John Bedell, Brooks Hall, and you Flyer fans here for Flyer Feedback tonight. Coming to you live from Flanagan's after a 78 Dayton win. Uh, one of the storylines that I was kind of picking Larry Hanskin's brain about a few weeks ago, Brooks, was I, I texted Larry and said, hey, you know, just to keep stuff handy for the show this year, give me your Cliff Notes version of, you know, the season preview. And one of the things Larry said was, immediately the first thing he said was this is an improved defensive team that will have the ability to play more man than zone now last year we saw a ton of zone because for the most part they were having to be forced to do so yeah. to hide the defensive shortcomings as best they could well one to save fouls with the depth issue being an issue again last year uh but secondly to hide the defensive shortcomings of costas and mate those guys right. are both gone right. uh i know it has been a concerted focus of this team in the offseason were there things you saw today from this team that defensively you think, okay, this is going to be a much improved defensive line?
2: I think we've – defensively is the biggest question mark for me still and because the difference – and you said, Larry, you said that, that they can be a better defensive team this year. I would add a word in there that they're capable of being a better defensive team this year. They, yeah. they have guys that um, – play multiple positions they, they can move they're quick they're athletic but you still have to learn to play defense at this level it's it's easier said than done yeah, yeah, you know so yeah. it's and you saw it tonight a whole lot of defensive breakdowns in the first half uh, north florida they got a lot of good looks in the first half that they normally knock down yes um so you know miscommunications on picking and rolls and rotation and those those kind of things so i agree we do have the ability to be a very good defensive team but but still have a long way to go and as we mentioned too
1: i mean this is you know I think it's a decent home opener. It's not, yeah, you know, sure. somebody that you bookend exam week with. But they're, you know, they're picked fourth in the Atlantic Sun. That's a nine-team conference. They finished 14 and 19 last year, Brooks. They were 500 in their league at seven and seven. Um, but this is a North Florida team that's seasoned and and they're just starting. But they're going out and really testing themselves in this non-con, Brooks. They've also got. I mean, look at look at this non-con slate for a team like North Florida. They're going to go Penn State. They play Florida. They play Florida State. They're going to play Minnesota, Auburn, a team UD has, and then Southern Miss is one of their other ones. It's Ken Palm 166, so not a terribly, you know, too uh, hateful Southern Miss team. Uh, but this is a North Florida team that's seasoned. They're going to go out and test themselves, and they're not con. And as we mentioned, Jabo alluded to it, the way they shoot the three, they use that hashtag Trey on their social media for a reason. But right, instead, right. Last year, this is a team that um, – First of all, they're only one of five teams in the country to have all five guys back, all five starters back. Uh, when it comes to the three ball, they were 12th in the country last year and made threes with 357, and they were 52nd in the nation in three point percentage, shooting at a 375 clip. So, based if you round up, a 38 percent clip from beyond the arc. Uh, and Dayton was 326th last year in three-point defense.
2: You're going to see this North Florida team either beat one of those teams or take them to the wire because a couple things That's you real, need, yeah. you know, recipes for upsets, you, you need three-point shooting. You, you need to be able to just get hot. Um, and then turnovers. So one of those teams, they're going to have an off night, turning off, turn over the ball. <laughs> uh, and North Florida is going to make a lot of shots one game. They're going to get hot. That's what they do. They, they jack up a bunch of three-pointers. I mean, then the other thing, they, they return veterans. I mean, they're, they're seasoned veterans. So, the road will not rattle them. They weren't. They didn't look rattled tonight. They just look outman tonight. Oh,
1: and they've been here before. This team yeah. is. You know, they've been here twice in the last three years. You know, once for yeah. you know a, a Center, regular yeah. season game at 15. Up once for the for the first four. Uh, another fun non-conference nugget for North oh, sorry, Florida is that they good. come back to uh, Dayton in 10 days to play right State of the Nutter Center on November 17th. Back to the Bud Light, Mike. Actually, for the first time tonight, Jerry. How you doing?
7: Doing well. How you doing, Rick? Uh, I thought it was a good game tonight, and um, I'm impressed with our freshmen. I think they're playing pretty strong. Uh, Cohill showed he's got some moves. I think if he settles down, get another game under his belt, I think it shows some real promise. And uh, I think one thing we've seen now is that uh, this coach can really recruit. You That's always guys. been Anthony's calling <laughs> yeah, card. Right, I
1: mean, he has right. recruited his you know what off at literally every stop. And yeah, he's got some
7: pretty quality guys, and I think yep. that bodes well for the program in the future. And uh, I think we're going to have a really good season this year based on what we saw tonight. And the the progress that some of the freshmen made just between last – when was that? Last Wednesday and today? Friday. Friday and today? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, they're playing with a lot more confidence, and I think they're you – know, uh, and Jerry Matos is impressive too, That's I think. nice piece. So, you know – that, that that's about all I got for now. It's early in the season, but I'm excited to see the season move on.
1: They just—I got a question for you, Brooks. They just look sharper tonight. You know, is there like an emotional state of mind as a player where, you know, it's it's not and it's it's not it's no. I don't mean this as a slight against Damon Goodwin's D3 Capital team, but it's an exhibition. It kind of feels like a game. It kind of doesn't. You're back in the arena for real, sort of for the first time in months. It's a D3 squad now. They just seem sharper tonight. And I get that North Florida is a, a more quality opponent yeah. than a D3 squad. But to me, they just seem sharper Is there a, is there a different emotional sharpness that, that kind of leads to that on the court when it's for real this time with the home opener? Yeah, so
2: perfect example, my senior year, which was a long time ago, but we um, in that senior year, we ended up being the four seed in the tournament. We ended up being a really good team is my point. Yeah, We played Wittenberg. No disrespect to Winburg, I mean it was a D three team from right. lo- locally, and we played them, and, and it was like a tie ball game with six minutes to go, because you know, it, it is a different mindset. And that, that's there's a mental toughness aspect to this that, that you can't really. It, it's an intangible, and and, and you got to be up for every game. And, and tonight, um, you can see the difference between tonight and, and the other night. So I agree with you.
1: Flyers were up for tonight. They are winners, seventy eight, seventy. John Bedell, former Flyer, Brooks Hall, and you here for. Flyer feedback live from Flanagan's Pub, the home stretch of it, after we take a break, right here on the home of the Flyers.
0: This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. These days, it's easy to have information overload.
1: Sometimes I just want to kick back, hear my favorite music, and the news that affects me. That's why I stay tuned into my local radio station. When important news happens in my part of town, I hear it from them first. For the best entertainment, sports, news, weather, and traffic, anytime, Anywhere I stay local. Support your local stations. Text RADIO to 52886. Furnished by the
0: NAB in this station. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out.
5: Are you or a loved one living
3: with diabetes? Do you have questions or need help managing it? Kettering Health Network's Diabetes and Nutrition Center provides the comprehensive and personalized care you need. Our team will help you develop
6: skills to manage your diabetes and improve your quality of life. For more information on diabetes education and management, call Kettering Health Network at 937 401 7588. That's 937 401 7588. Or visit us online at ketteringhealth.org/diabetes.
1: Here's the thing about cut
6: rate health insurance: sometimes what you think you're getting isn't at all what you get. CareSource is real health insurance. Our Marketplace plans give you complete and affordable benefits. You don't have to worry about pre-existing conditions or limited
0: coverage. So enroll or switch by December 15th with CareSource. Visit CareSource.com Marketplace.
5: CareSource policies have exclusions, limitations, and reductions of benefits. Costs may vary based upon individual circumstances. For complete details of cost and coverage, visit CareSource.com. AM 1290
0: and News 957 WHIO is part of the iHeartRadio network. You can hear AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO anywhere, any anyplace, anytime, on your smartphone or any other device. It's easy and it's free. Just download the iHeartRadio app and look for WHIO in Dayton. Then you'll be able to hear us around the world. The station that the Miami Valley relies on for news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
3: Mostly clear skies, a chilly night as we dip down to 30 in the city. Some spots in the upper 20s by daybreak tomorrow. Increasing clouds late tomorrow afternoon with a high of 47. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Well, at the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 W-H-I-O. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 W-H-I-O. Hey,
1: Flyer fans, for the last time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub here on Stewart Street. John Bedell, former Flyer, Brooks Hall, and you here for the show tonight as we are after Every Dayton Flyer home game. Based on my Twitter mentions, David Jablonski was a hit on the hotline. We will try to bring him back. Uh, we love Jabo just as much as we love Rudy Flyer. And some of us really love Rudy Flyer. Hey, 78-70, Dayton a winner. They get to 1-0 on the season now as they look ahead to Coppin State on Saturday. Uh, Brooks, uh, your, your just kind of overall thoughts. I, I know you had a thought going before break that we kind of had to cut off. But on this win, as this team continues to uh, – starts to – you know, progress as the season goes
2: on. No, it was it was a great win. I mean, and and I say that again, not not worrying about who they played. I, I'm looking at building blocks. Did, did anything happen tonight? What did I see tonight? Do I think we could? There's room for improvement, of course, but but it could have been a lot worse. Um, six turnovers is, is crucial. I mean, that's key. And six yeah. after. <laughs> Brooks four at the break yeah they yeah.
1: only turn the ball over twice in the second I mean single digit turnover that's a good night but six after having four at the break my goodness that's yeah. taking care of the ball
2: well yeah only six turnovers a couple other stats I mean we shot 43 percent from three um we had what we finished 18 actually what was it from three 41 percent I believe from three if I'm not mistaken but 18 assists on 26 makes uh, 10 offensive rebound there's just a lot of things uh, and then also I love the adjustment I know Jabo said that they didn't really do in making adjustment like X's and O's at halftime, but the team looked different in the second half than they did in the first half. So whatever happened at the locker room, you know that's they're responding to Coach Coach Grant, you know, and that's important as well because I know a lot of a lot of critics are, are watching that closely. So the team responded, and, and so <laughs> a lot of critics have been yeah, watching that closely. they yeah. roughly nine games into his career. Yeah, man, ah, <laughs> 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 So yeah, I'm I'm happy for the squad. I it's I think it's going to be a bright year, bright season. Yeah.
1: Well, the the, the Ospreys coming here from Jacksonville. And uh, we send them home with a win. So, we're sorry. You know, Dayton's lovely this time of year. But it's, maybe it's no Jacksonville. But
2: like I don't day. feel bad for them. Have you seen North Florida's campus? It's gorgeous. Okay. I've, I've heard.
1: I've heard. I've never been there, but I've heard about it. And I remember when – you know, because when they come here for the first four, when they, when teams come here for the first four, <laughs> especially for these 16 seeds, yeah, you yeah. know, writers are always looking for little storylines. and Like uh, 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 Cal Poly, they're in San Luis Obispo, California. People were talking about their campuses like apparently looks like you just – you know, it's like a postcard on their campus, In North Florida, I've heard, it's just—it's like a resort.
2: That. They, they have a lazy yeah. lazy river through the middle of campus. I'm not—I'm not exaggerating. Do they really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll show you pictures. After also,
1: one. I've heard Florida Gulf Coast is nice, but yeah, that was a big talk of the uh, when they were at the first four a couple of years back. People were asking them about their campus. It's or, ridiculous. Yeah. So, so they will get over this loss. It's a when they good get recruiting that. tool, I'm Absolutely. sure. But they're—I tell you what, Brooks, they're going to spend, and that's the reality of a program like that. And coming from the Atlantic Sun, they're spending a lot of time away from Jacksonville in this non-con. You got to. Well, build it, your resume and keep those checks coming. To keep the checks, frankly, to come, yeah. run the athletic department. Well, that's what it is at a place like North Florida. Exactly, that's right. the reality of that program. Yeah,
2: those, these are all buy games, so they'll they'll get paid to go get whipped on. they will get paid on. handsomely to yeah. play
1: Penn State, Florida, Florida State, yeah. Minnesota, Auburn. Yeah,
2: yeah, and, and so they'll get paid to get get whooped on and, and uh, maybe upset somebody, maybe not. But either that's way, well, that's the way just, they
1: shoot. You never know. Man? Like you said, they might get one or, one of those. They deeps. might with the they, way they can shoot with the ability they have to shoot the three. Oh,
2: yeah. But in the bank account, the athletic department, is a win.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, you're talking about probably just one of those games. At a school like North Florida, probably bankrolling the entire athletic department for sure. of the year. For sure. But uh, at any rate, we don't really care that much about North Florida. We care about the Dayton Flyers, and they're winner tonight, 78 70. Turn the page to Coppin State, and then, Brooks, it starts to get real, real yes. quick. Yes, yes. Uh, because they've got, they go Coppin State Saturday, and then after that, as we pull up the uh, schedule here, they will go Coppin State. And then they will go next Friday night. They play Purdue – oh, IPFW, as we remember, the St. Cybert game, one of them, where he saved their behinds. And probably without that shot from Cybert they don't make the Elite Eight or even the tournament that year. That that really saved the Dayton Flyers uh, season before it really even begun. And then it gets real – Brutal. Real quick uh, with that battle for Atlantis. I mean, you talk about – typically you go to these non-exempt tournaments, Brooks, and you want to not end up in the loser's bracket – I don't care where you end up in this tournament. You're coming back home with three quality wins. You get Butler to start, uh, depending on how your game shakes out and the other, where you're at in the bracket. They they will either get Virginia woo, or Middle Tennessee in the second round. And then, depending on how everything else shakes out, you're looking at Florida is there, Oklahoma is there, Stanford is there, as are the Wisconsin Badgers. That is a stupidly loaded non-exempt tournament to, to uh, the week of Thanksgiving.
2: Well, yeah, and it's three games in three days. I mean, and yeah. Larry, I heard Larry yeah. say on, on air they're battling cramps tonight, you know. And, and he said if they're struggling with, you know, with cramping here. Imagine the Bahamas and and the heat issues, and you don't want to get in all that. But it's not only will their bodies be tested, you know, the, the teams want to be tested. And then after that, they play Mississippi State.
1: Well, that's why you want to get Virginia. You play at a snails pace. <laughs> I, <laughs> play Virginia the yeah, second round. That's good for cramps because yeah, they, they scored you like know. sixty
2: points yesterday, man.
1: That's a lot for them. <laughs> I mean, they play – you know, last year in college basketball, they literally played the slowest pace in college basketball. Yeah, it's not fun. 351. It's not fun. Yeah, it's like yeah. going to the dentist. They, it's car, like playing car, Miami Carmen, car,
2: car, car that first round, it's, though. It's
1: like, yeah. it's like playing Miami, first one of 40 wins.
2: Now, the schedule's tough, though, so it'll be, be a good test, but I'm expecting good things from this team this year.
1: Well, good things from this team tonight. They are a winner, 78-70. That's going to do it for us Flyers fans. Our next game is Saturday. We will see you on the air at 6 with the Expanded Bud Light pregame show. Larry and Bucky have the tip right here on WHIO Radio at 7. So we will see you on the radio Saturday night, Flyer fans. Until then, for my partner Brooks Hall, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers.
0: This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.